I would define ghosting is somebody disappearing out of your life who you've actively been communicating with. They didn't set a boundary. They didn't ask for space. They didn't say they don't want to see you anymore. You reach out to them. They're not answering and you continue to reach out to them and they continue to just leave you on red, give you the silent treatment and not respond or answer your questions. And that's a great definition because that's exactly what happened to me. And it left me feeling extremely confused, had no idea what was going on. And to me, because I am just a communicative person, I, I, I don't understand why you can't just communicate that. So for me, it left me feeling very, very confused. And one thing I posted about ghosting not too long ago, and I got an influx of people who kind of attacked me a little bit. So I want to ask, what's the difference between ghosting someone out of respect for yourself or just avoiding someone because you don't want to deal with the issue? You know, that's a great question because everybody really gets this confused. There's a clear distinction between you respecting yourself and you ghosting someone. You respecting yourself is you upholding a boundary that you've communicated to another person. So if you've said to somebody, listen, I'm really stressed out. I don't have time in my schedule right now. Can I get back to you in a few weeks? Or can we like pick up where we left off in a few months? That's a boundary. So if they reach out again, you're upholding your boundary by not communicating with them because you've already let them know where you stand. But when there's no communication, and that's the distinction here, when there's no communication of a boundary, that's when it's ghosting. Um, I remember doing research on avoidant attachment. And I wanted to ask you, do you think that there's a correlation between having an avoidant attachment style and someone who ghosts? There's definitely a correlation because somebody who's ghosting you has a problem speaking up for themselves. And usually that's coming from a fear, probably back in childhood, of a fear of backlash or a fear of punishment or a fear of abandonment because they're asking for something and they're trying to claim their needs and wants. And they fear that you're not going to be able to respect it or give it to them. So truly, the person ghosting people is the one with the insecurity. They are fearing abandonment. And in them ghosting you, you end up feeling abandoned. So that's kind of the fuckery of it all because they leave you feeling the exact way they're avoiding trying to feel. If you have something unspoken inside of you, when you're in that moment of feeling ghosted, there's no harm in you sending a very thorough, clear message just to get that out of you. Because the goal with emotions is you want them out of your body. You don't want them recycling that narrative that might be painful. So even if you're blocked, send the message that says, hey, you could have just communicated to me that you were no longer interested. And, you know, and, and say everything you need to say so you leave no words unspoken and then let it rest. It's not about their response so much as it is getting it out of your body. Another alternative, if people don't feel comfortable doing that, is to maybe just write on paper or text it to yourself what you would have liked to say to them. Because I think that's where we have a hard time coping is we have unspoken words and they're just recycling inside of us. And we don't feel that's the part of ghosting that really sucks is we don't feel like we were given a space to feel heard. Nobody gave us a chance to communicate. We were dismissed. We were you know, neglected, we were abandoned, and you're left with all of these questions. 
So why not throw it out there? I tell clients sometimes like, just call them out on it. Hey, is this you ghosting me? You know, I'm not down for that type of treatment or that behavior. You could have just let me know you weren't interested, but good luck to you. I'm shaking my head because I'm like, this is speaking to me. I always write stuff out and my friends make fun of me because I will literally go in my notes section and I'll have three different options to send to the person, at least in this situation. I'm like, okay, so I send option one, option two. And yes, sometimes women, we do this, we talk to each other and, you know, because I don't want to be that girl sending paragraphs. I've been there, done that. I'm 35. I'm like, I don't have time for that. I ended up not doing that in this situation. And a part of me regrets it. If somebody is wanting to respond to a poster, I know for me, I was really debating on sending this long paragraph and saying exactly how I felt. But I stopped myself because I didn't want to be that girl to send paragraphs. But do you suggest that somebody just lets it all out because you have anything to lose or you know, should we keep it short and sweet and to the point? I really am a strong proponent of regulating your emotions before saying anything to anyone. So definitely don't like unleash your fury in their, <laughs> <laughs> in their inbox or anything like that. You don't want to send like five paragraphs and then walk away feeling embarrassed or, or something because now there's no response. I would sit down with yourself, get clear about how you're actually feeling. And then if at that point, once you're regulated, you want to send something that says very directly and transparently what you were wanting or needing or how you were feeling, then I would say, keep it a little contained, keep it short and sweet, get to the point, but get it out of you for sure. Once again, if you like what you are hearing, please share this with someone. If you have a friend a family member, a coworker, or anyone in your life who you think would resonate from one of these episodes, send it to them. Maybe they're struggling with their relationship. Maybe they're struggling with having gratitude in their life. Maybe they're struggling with having a narcissist relationship in their life. Send them an episode that you think will resonate. And I want to hear from you. If you like what you hear, if there's something in one of the episodes that resonates, I love hearing each and every one of you I love when you guys tag me, keep tagging me on your posts. If you like what you hear, please rate and review. And you can always follow me on social media, on my Facebook, Therapeutic Healing by Reese. I often do free live tarot readings on there too. So I would love to see some of you and meet some of you online. Seems like that's the only way to meet people in these COVID times these days. So thank you guys once again and see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.